everyone welcome to guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future this podcast is to help students and young professionals to shape their careers thank you for tuning in this is navin and i'm with my co-host sudhakar dear listeners in this episode we are presenting you the journey of crm transformation in the era of salesforce like sam walton the founder of walmart store said there is only one boss that is the customer customer relationship management crm is core to any business as it plays a vital role in the overall inquiry to order cycle to talk about this wonderful cycle we are pleased to have salim as our guest today salim shah has been living in the world of legacy crm and also witnessed the transformation from sebel to salesforce Salim started his career in CRM with Tally Solutions working through his journey with Wipro Infosys and also led digital transformation initiatives for GE General Electric he is now working as a global salesforce practice leader for a major IT services consulting firm in Bengaluru coming to his education Salim has done his bachelor of engineering from Maharashtra Institute of Technology along with his masters in software engineering from bits pilani thank you salim for joining us today and appreciate your valuable time thank you so much navin and sudhakar appreciate you having me on the session this being an era of knowledge sharing i think these sessions are very important both you know for listeners as well as for a speaker who's trying to contribute to society with the sessions so so it's a learning cycle and and i've always remembered a quote along my journey in my career is see we all are broken right and that is how the lights you know seeps in so so broken is we have our own rough edges we have our own shortcomings and as long as we acknowledge that there's always light coming in which means that you keep on improving yourself so it's not a journey only for listeners but it's also a journey for speakers to talk about the experience help others but at the same time listen to others and see how we can learn from others and then improve ourselves so so this is a very wonderful initiative what you have you know started uh, and very valuable for everyone from the way i see it so thank you so much for helping us in this journey navin and sudhakar appreciate that that is very encouraging salim because of the support from patrons like you we are able to move forward as per our plan with that being said let's get into your world of crm can we start with the basics of the crm domain like uh, how does it start and where does it end sure sudhakar if i can put crm in a very simple way i guess we play this part every day right we are a customer we go to a shop to a site to an e-commerce site amazon we buy something so, so we already understand what a customer is okay at the same time we are also stakeholders in our careers to sell our services right so we also are selling in a certain way of you know what we do and how we actually we are improving our products to service a particular need of a customer so i guess in a simple way we have played both the parts we understand how important a customer is and then we can relate this to our daily life where we start with a product which we go and buy we want to have a wonderful experience and that experience is really what we look for to go back to the customer to that you know brand again and buy that product right so so this becomes more compelling that whatever i am doing in terms of buying is much more enriching for me 
it's something I enjoy. So that I stick on to that particular brand and then keep buying from that brand. And that is the crux of CRM. So how do I keep a customer engaged in terms of my interaction with the customer, making sure his experience or her experience with me is much more enriching, which the customer enjoys. Okay, and that might mean it, uh, the product is good, it's of quality, uh, I'm able to uh, support the need, what the customer is looking for, or even in terms of how do I make sure that during the lifespan of the product, the customer is happy, so that the service becomes much more important. So it is an entire journey of a product life cycle with the customer where you focus on to build a relationship and make sure that the customer is engaged with you in all sense. Hope that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. Thank you, Sally. Customer engagement and the engagement being positive are two things that definitely help us in this CRM activity. Sally, you have been in the industry for the last 20 years and have seen the evolution of various tools and platforms in this domain. What are the major transformations that benefited the customers big way? I think there has been a major shift. If I just recall this last, let's say, 20 years, I think there was on-premise software, right, where we used to have CRM sitting on the local infrastructure on a servers where we install and then we actually use that application software for our end users, right? Then we moved to more of application as a service where every application was on the cloud and which was easily accessible for our customers plus Intel users, right? So that was a shift towards on-premise to cloud to a certain extent. But what really, you know, was disruptive today, which we see is the model what Salesforce has brought in, which is a multi-tenant architecture where, you know, you've got many customers on a single instance of a solution, okay? At the same time, not impacting each other, right? That is one. At the same time, uh, the pay-as-you-go model, which means that I'm not locked in with my cost at one time uh, in terms of buying licenses and structure, but you pay for those services as you go. That has been an, a disruptive model. At the same time, if you see, there's a lot of innovations happen in this space. So uh, we have seen uh, Salesforce, you know, grow from a CRM to a platform, right? So today you can build anything on a platform. It's like Google, right? You can build any applications. So you see that the focus is now to bring platforms which can service a customer end-to-end. So if I just take back Salesforce, because I'm so close to Salesforce, you might see me talking about Salesforce again and again. But then if you look at Salesforce, it's a platform now. It, it actually offers you everything. And, and they have been acquiring applications. So what they've done is they've acquired Tableau because the BIPs was a little weak on the platform which was Salesforce. So now Tableau brings the BI power on the platform. They bought MuleSoft, which was the integration layer, which was weaker tier. Now, MuleSoft being added as part of the Salesforce platform has actually enriched the platform. And then a customer can just can come to Salesforce and they're able to do everything right from developing not even CRM, but other applications at the same time, you know, reporting uh, having an AIML layer on the platform at the same time, also having easy integration with their other external applications. So you see it is a end-to-end solution what a vendor is trying to offer. And I think that is where you will see most of the vendors going to make sure that a customer can come to them for an end-to-end solution. Perfect. So good to see multi-tenant architecture has been widely adapted now. And Salim, It was very crisp to understand. What are various roles available in CRM and how does career progression look like? It sounds like most of them are techno-functional roles. And how does it help in shaping one's career? 
Yeah. That is a very interesting question, Naveen. See, there has been a shift the way we manage programs earlier, which used to be like multi-year, okay, multi-phases, to what we are today, where we are more agile, right? We want to see, let's fail fast. right let's have an agile model of working or more attitude more way of working where we can align more towards what a customer needs right so that we can validate what the customer needs and not have too much of rework so if you look at it our spans of implementing any solution has dropped from months to weeks so a uh, a customer would expect a, a solution to be available for them for a quick review in weeks so that has also changed the way roles are getting shaped up right a pm role is now more techno functional because this person is there to really talk about the functional aspect as well as the technical aspects so so there is an evolution in the roles right an architect has now look at multiple aspects of a solution right from sales marketing service right even e-commerce right so your breadth has to increase and you, know, you also have to understand the domain right from an architect standpoint to make sure you're addressing a domain need from a functional standpoint even in the solution you know functional roles have become much more wider and deeper where now you know a functional person who's a ba has to look at from a sales marketing to you know let's say the fulfillment of the order right so because a platform is now not focused only on a certain aspect of the process but they want to have end to end processes implemented so you see that you know the there's a big shift in terms of roles there's more you know demand now from the customer to make sure that we are doing more and offering them more in terms of you know our depth and breadth on the, for the solution that's great salim validating the customer needs is core for the success of any business and also as you mentioned the lines between technical and business or technical and functional roles is blurring now shifting our gear slightly how do you think chatbots ai and ml that is artificial intelligence and machine learning are going to transform the crm domain that is a very interesting question navin and i think there is lot of evolution happening in this space now okay so as we speak i think there are customers who are now trying to automate their let's take an example which we all are you know relevant or you know we, we can understand you know customer service right if i'm calling a call center okay i expect that one is i will get solutions easily okay at the same time uh, from from a service provider standpoint or a, or a organ standpoint what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to look at is this a repeatable you know request you know can i automate in certain ways where you know i can bring in aml to understand text to speech or speech to text right convert that to you know what is the issue and do i have a knowledge base which can service the customer immediately right so aml is becoming more and more relevant over here so that there are you know smart bots okay micro bots who are playing a role in customer service to understand the speech and convert that to relevant text you know search information and service the customer immediately mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay at the same time what what is happening is there is also a sentiment analysis happening as this conversion happening with the bot so understand that what is the customer is is he riled up is he is he frustrated you know is he happy with the experience or is not happy with the experience so rather than you asking the customer of how are you experiencing now there is lot of sentiment analysis from your voice modulation which these bots are picking up to understand is this customer happy with us or not i i think that is going to create lot of insights to really look at our every interaction remember look at a uh, uh, call center you know we'll get hundreds of calls every day just imagine the potential if all those calls can be analyzed sentiment analysis done and then we start predicting out of this base how many customers happy how many customers not happy and address the customers who are not happy that is the potential today what we see and that is going to be much more relevant going forward so that was one one example you know if you look at 
another example is i go to a bank right a, a bank has got a relationship managers right advisors so they having information about us what we have bought what we can potentially buy look at our you know demographics we look at our you know buying pattern looking at our you know education or you know standard of living they can actually mix and match so much information data available about a customer to products which are relevant to them and start giving them a very contextual response saying hey this is i think where this is where you should invest now okay at this part of your life cycle or you know the stage of your life so i think this is going to get much more personalized much more contextual to what i want what i am doing today and and aiml is going to help me achieve that so so there's lot of potential and there's lot of investment going on in this space and i think this is going to be a very interesting space to watch out for i think it's going to deliver a lot of value to both as an organization when it comes to cost of service if i can take the i can take the example also to customer as having an experience with us sentimental analysis based on customers voice modulation through artificial intelligence and machine learning has already started playing a vital role wow that sounds really cool salim how has this space evolved and how do you see people fit in right now it that is a good question so there are multiple aspects to this okay so the shift of the industry is changing if you look at enterprise customers okay the crm is done right you know crm they've invested in crm they've got sales service marketing so that is done for them so so they are already using a tool to manage their customers so shift is moving to mid market so small medium enterprises right who really need a good crm now and who are scaling up in the market because they see more consumer demand they are growing uh, as an organization so that is where we see the next set of customers coming in right in new markets like india uh, middle east and australia that is one aspect of it the second aspect is if you go back to enterprise customers you know since the basic is done of sales service marketing the shift is now towards middle office right uh, so they didn't have a good let's say configuring tool for the products they didn't have a good pricing tool right because now pricing with a lot of data pricing is becoming more and more relevant and how do i now get to the right pricing strategy for my products how do i you know uh, enhance my quoting cycle so that i can you know respond to customer much more faster so these are the next set of transformations you know which we see so the focus now you know when it comes to enterprise customers has now shifted to middle office like uh, cpq which is con- configure price and quote right uh, fsl fsl is basically field service management right so how do i now move towards you know a better field service to service my customers e-commerce e-commerce is again becoming very relevant now so looking at the current situation i think covid is an perfect example where we have been forced to transform in a very quicker way right this last two months has helped our organization move towards a digital platform in a much more quicker way now the focus is with this covid situation uh, many companies are grappling with the idea of you know, how do i do touchless sales right i can't have physical contact i can't go and sit with the customer physically there is something we want to avoid so that brings the new focus which is on e-commerce so how do i move my product to e-commerce now because that is where you know i think the potential is you know how do i have that touchless sales so i think this is pretty disruptive what is happening right now in the market and i think this is going to evolve in a much more different way i think this two this last two months have been eye opener it's been big shift and and we'll see this industry taking a new direction and and i'm not the right person to speak about it because i'm also trying to understand where it's going but i think we will we'll see how more things move and we'll learn uh, to adopt to it agreed covid has actually indeed accelerated many business transformation initiatives on that topic what type of business transformation are clients going through as of now sali where do you see the shift 
Sudhakar, that is yeah, that is a very very good question which we have been grappling for the last I think you know five ten years. So we have been so if you look at it, you know there was a shift on uh, you know we were focusing on customer experience right up to a certain extent in the last you know five years. Customer experience still prevalent. It's very important. We want to make sure the experience of the customer is awesome so that this loyalty from the customer they stick to the brand right. So so that is a current. prevalent tenant efficiency you know which is going to be prevent even in the future but what has happened is uh, there is a shift now on experience in general where instead of always focus on customer experience what is my employee experience because that is the experience which is going to help the employee serve better my customer that is an experience which is going to help my employees be more productive right that is an experience or a tenant which is going to help me reduce my internal costs right so the more productive i am in an organization the more i'm able to do fast the more, the less cycle time i have got that is going to reduce my costs and also turn on time for a customer so you see there is a dual benefit over here right so the focus now has also shifted in terms of productivity in general and experience in general so that i can service my customers in a faster way and my customer experience is enhanced at the same time my employee productivity is also improved and even the the employee likes what he's doing on the system he adapts the system he he enjoys working on the system right so these two have become a primary tenant if you look at it so so that is one shift which you see right the second shift what we see is Uh, the focus you know a lot of organizations are focusing on new customer acquisitions right but if you look at it the market is much more difficult to acquire new customers the cost to acquire a new customer is five times okay compared to a cost to retain a customer right so 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 the shift is also to make sure that my existing customer base is retained okay this loyalty maintained and i can generate more revenue from my customers okay and if i go back if i look at certain industries like you know manufacturing oil and gas utilities the focus is now where how can i use what i sold to my customer right use that that entire asset database and start giving much more you know mature products to the customer so if i've sold a product to a customer 5 years back and i've got a better product now which is going to help him in terms of cost saving in terms of productivity i would then run a campaign to really capture that database of what i've sold and then upsell and cross sell okay so now the focus also to generate revenue okay from an existing customer you know assets of sold okay to to bring in much more growth from the existing you know mark uh, you know customer database at the same time we also looking at how do i now optimize my service uh, processes right so that service revenue is becoming much more prevalent now that new customer acquisition is getting difficult how do i service more how do i enhance my customer service how can i generate more revenue for my customer service so that also has become much more uh, prevalent today and that is why you see you know domains like uh, field service management is becoming much more prevalent right you know otr that is you know order to receivables is becoming much more prevalent so that i can give more transparent to customers saying you know what i'm doing how i'm servicing him when he can he when can he expect a, a good to be delivered uh, at their side uh, what is the service cycle to make sure you know the goods are you know working fine okay and they're productive and also efficient at the same time right? so so these these are the major shifts which you see in in the industry right now and i think this is going to grow and grow more with aml coming in and also you know new aspects like e-commerce coming in salim you mentioned customer experience and employee experience what are the key elements today that can help in customer retention as well as you know top line growth yeah so i think like we just discussed now i think 
the bottom line is becoming more and more important so with my current you know set of employees okay i can generate more revenue so my productivity becomes important okay uh, cost because more important where i can bring like we we spoke at a, about an example about a call center right if i can have smart bots micro bots you know servicing my customers my call center cost will go down and and it will actually have a human experience only when there is a issue or a technical problem or uh, an issue which has come up which is not there and existing in a database right that is where we need human intervention intervention to come in this so that is going to reduce our cost of servicing our customers also at the same time so i think the the major tenants if you look at you know which is going to play a, a bigger role is how do i reduce my you know underlying cost to service my customers to manage my customers how can i improve my cycle time right in terms of response to my customers so that the experience becomes more and more enriching right and how do i bring transparency across the entire spectrum so while a customer comes to us with an inquiry until we fulfill that inquiry and it becomes an order for us and we deliver that order to the customer this entire cycle chain has to be transferred to the customer so that if you go to an amazon site if if i buy let's say a laptop and if i don't know when it's going to get delivered where is it in terms of delivery logistics and and is it going to come tomorrow or after tomorrow it is going to be very hard for me to really you know appreciate that experience right so this transparency of end to end is becoming more and more important right from a small product which can be a cup which you order on amazon <laughs> to maybe uh, an an aircraft engine and it is going to get delivered to a customer right so so this end to end transparency is becoming much more prevalent now and and the more we actually you know improve this uh, the more uh, customer experience is going to improve and the more retention we're going to have makes sense transparency and awesome experience i think that is the current and way forward thank you salim for that a little bit of different topic what is one great piece of advice that you received and how did it help you sunny that is a very interesting and tricky question sudhakar okay now uh, i think ge has been a, a pretty transformative experience for me okay in terms of i've learned a lot i've learned i've worked with a lot of leaders there but i think one tenet which people really focused on and if i can summarize that you know as as fear okay see lot of us in the career journey is okay we are hesitant we we understand certain aspects of what we know as knowledge and what we're trying to learn to acquire knowledge right so so there are certain boundaries where we are comfortable and we are not comfortable and those boundaries define our fears saying hey if i go beyond this point i think i will look stupid you know i think i don't know what i'm doing so i might falter i might fail right and and those boundaries are something which are creating you know are are limiting our potential and and g has has been very much relevant to help me remove those boundaries saying you are a person you have your own strengths you understand you bring capability of your own and you can take decision on your to make sense what health organization and and that has helped me remove those boundaries okay from what i'm doing today so many times what what i've seen in the past is you know i would stop asking questions okay because of certain fears okay or i would wait for certain decisions to be taken so that i know that this is the right way to go and this is where i think we have to also look back and say i think we should not be waiting okay for us to get directions we should not stop asking questions because every question is relevant and and there's nothing as a stupid question right so so a shift what i feel is that we as professionals have to dissolve those boundaries of fear okay have confidence in ourselves saying i think we know we acquire some knowledge and and that is 
what we have to leverage to be an advisor of the future i think we know our stuff we can provide value to any person you're talking to be it on this call be it a child we're talking to a be it a senior professional or a senior person in the organization you're talking to i think we carry certain amount of capability certain amount of cap- expertise and certain amount of value which we are delivering as a person and that is relevant in all aspects i think that will help us you know do more than what we can do today that will help us leap into the future saying i can do x amount more than what i thought my potential was because now i'm not trying to limit myself so i think we have to move towards being an advisor of the future to do more what we can do and help people uh, in in whatever aspects they are uh, to keep moving ahead i think that is the basic thing i think you know we should be focus on to make ourselves much more better every day that's great salim fear of failure limits the potential and that's absolutely true we need to be confident and just move forward very well said salim i know that your sons are keeping you very busy these days however you made an effort to join us so thank you so much for sparing time from your personal schedule Salim I know that your sons are keeping you very busy these days however you made an effort to join us so thank you so much for sparing time from your personal schedule Salim we really appreciate your insights in this episode it was indeed a great conversation with a lot of knowledge on CRM transformation journey i'm sure our listeners got immensely benefited with your thoughts and your experience great same here i think you know uh, i appreciate sudhakar navin you taking out time okay and it's not only you know to the larger audience but you're also helping each of us learn uh, both as a listener as a talker right because i'm also listening to most of your podcasts and they're pretty interesting they're pretty enriching for me also to understand you know different aspects different perspectives which you bring to the table in this podcast so this is this is a journey where we all are in to learn continuously and i think you know this is going to help us remove if i can say our rough edges right you know we everybody has got some rough edges so i think we have to work on those rough edges so so the, yes so this is very relevant what you're doing and i think this is going to take lot of substantial amount of time from you guys to plan execute to make sure this is perfect so so thank you so much that you know you are actually doing this to the for the larger community and i truly appreciate you you know taking your time to put this together uh, and actually you know taking your time from your busy professional lives you know to have to help us out so thank you so much navin and uh, sudhakar thank you salim excellent dear listeners to know more about our speaker and the content visit or follow us on social media all right it brings us to the trivia segment of this episode and today's trivia is related to twitter one of the popular social media platforms most of us are already in guys have you heard of a term called twillionaire before okay someone who is on twitter and has a million or more followers is known as a twillionaire and sudhakar and i are the twillionaires in the making all right so that's it for today thank you for listening so if you'd like to share any trivias please feel free to share them through email the guiding voice number 4 letter u @gmail.com or you can sms us or whatsapp us on india number 9494 587187 We will not only share the best trivias in future episodes 
but you'll also announce your names on this show again folks we are open for suggestions on topics that you'd like to hear from us through email our email address is the guiding voice number 4 letter u @gmail.com i repeat the email address is the guiding voice number 4 letter u @gmail.com and you may also whatsapp us on india number 9494587187 request you to like our page on facebook facebook.com/theguidingvoice4u and follow us on twitter twitter.com/guidingvoice to stay tuned about future episodes there is more in store until next time have a wonderful time take care and be safe thank you for listening thank you so much <laughs>